0: Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We are a holistic lifestyle podcast where we give integrative solutions and bring brilliant experts to help you thrive, mind, body, and spirit. We are doctors, Nicole Huffman and Abby Kramer, and we're so happy you're here. Hey everyone, welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We have a definitely a one of a kind episode today. It's the first time we've really talked about dentistry or the mouth or like devoted an entire episode to it. So, pretty excited for you guys to learn about this. I've posted a couple things on Instagram about just even when I had started seeing a holistic dentist and got a ton of questions about it. So, I figured this would be perfect time to record. Uh, We had Joy Driscoll on. She's a basically like a holistic dental hygienist and in the state of Colorado, they really can do a whole lot of things, which is awesome. So I found the interview to be super interesting. I mean, I feel like I'm always learning new things from her, but I think part of like what she really drills home is like how symptoms we tend to think of our like super normal are actually can be super pathologic. And I feel like it was a good wake up call for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I thought this was a great episode. It's like about time we had someone in like dentistry on like, I'm yeah. actually surprised we haven't done it yet, but we haven't like known someone like joy. So um, I thought it was super interesting when she was talking about the connection between um, like infections and issues in your mouth and Alzheimer's.
0: Yeah. That's super
1: interesting. And when she was talking about how, when people get their mercury amalgams removed or taken out, how you need to do it in like small chunks or it can make you like super sick, which I didn't know that it could like getting them removed. Was that hard on your immune?
0: I've seen so many disasters with people getting them removed. It's yeah, so I've sad. I've seen it done poorly
1: and stuff, but I didn't know that it was
0: like part of it was getting, you know, more than
1: one done at a time or whatever.
0: Yeah. We always recommend you do it like super slow. Cause I, it's so sad. People think they're doing like a good thing. And unless the dentist like really knows what they're doing and how to like keep any residual from falling back into the throat and how to like suck out the vapors and it's so precise it's like a hazmat situation legitimately right Right. yeah it's so crazy wild I know I yeah it was super informative you should have had my dad on back in the day yeah he didn't have a podcast he would have been like floss yeah (laughs) Get your x-rays done yeah I was just
1: gonna say get your x-rays
0: right and then it would have been like that's a, no, I'm just kidding. He was a wealth of knowledge, but not in the functional holistic space. And I'm glad we talked on root canals Mm -hmm. and just like some other things that I really didn't know about when it comes to getting a second opinion about your teeth and just sort of the things that a traditional dentist will just be like, yeah, this is the next step. And it Mm -hmm. doesn't really have to be. So I hope Mm -hmm. you guys enjoy this episode. I think it's really informative.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. And kind of in alignment with like keeping the like microbiome and bacterial balance of your mouth healthy. Our partner for this episode is Microbiome Labs. They make our favorite probiotic, megasporbiotic that we talk about all the time. We both use ourselves with our patients. And they have um a ton of amazing products, actually. So definitely check them out, try the probiotic. There's a bunch of other gut health and immune system. There's, we have multiple, I'll link these in the show notes, previous episodes with Dr. Tom Bain, who um, is one of the founders of Microbiome Labs. So if you want to go deeper into like your microbiome balance, check out those episodes and their products with our link.
0: Yeah, talk about super sciency. They're one of the only probiotic companies that goes through, the rigmarole of like super good testing and research and mm-hmm. their products really make a difference. So definitely check it out. Follow the dosing on the bottle. You want to start slow. Um, and yeah, we know you guys will feel better on them. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We have joy driscoll on today who is a registered dental hygienist hi joy thanks for being on thanks for having me and i'm excited about chatting about this one because it's so well we haven't done any dental episodes which is so interesting so my dad i think i've told you this before but my dad was a dentist before he passed so i definitely grew up with like you never miss brushing your teeth before bed. He'd literally make us like blow in his face, like before we <laughs> he'd be like, Did you brush your teeth? Blow in my face. I mean, it was ridiculous. Um <clears throat> around like Halloween, which is like approaching, he'd be like, Oh yeah, have have a piece of candy if you want a cavity. I mean, it was like just such a it's such an interesting life growing up with a dentist yeah. as a parent. Yeah. Um, but he did things very differently than what a more holistic or biological dentist would do things. Um, I feel like he was, some of his equipment was a little stone age, um, towards the end there, like his x-ray machine. But, you know, I just feel like a lot of dentists, they just learn a certain way and then they just kind of do things until they retire, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and yeah. And I feel like there's so much that I've learned since then and how much, um, yeah, just how important your mouth is. And I've gotten a lot of questions about this on Instagram. I know Dr. Abby has too, um, who's, you know, my co-host. And so I think this will just be a really enlightening topic for a lot of people and hopefully just, yeah, shed some light and maybe some things that you didn't know about how important your mouth is.
2: And you got to remember too, you know, when your dad practiced, you know, a lot of this stuff we didn't know, Yeah, you know, it was just coming to surface,
1: you know, for
2: a lot of us, you know, I'd say about 20 years ago is when I was working for a company that did studies on how, how inflammation in your gums um, increases the C-reactive proteins in your body. And I call that leaking gums, leaky gums. Is when your gums bleed because if your gums bleed, um, I guess I'll just go into it, Nicole, Doctor Nicole, <laughs> just, um, just dive in. So if I go off on a tangent, get roll me back in. But um, you know what really hit me a lot was twenty years ago when I was working for that company and they were doing all these studies, and I'm like, wow, I never even thought, you know, the mouth, the medical community had never connected the mouth to the body. Right. The mouth was always ha- happened that was always treated separately. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so all these studies were coming out on C-reactive proteins and how the bacteria, this specific bacteria, it's called, and and you'll probably never see this again, but P. gingivalis is, is this dangerous bacteria that comes from bleeding gums. And that gets, you know, if you have bleeding gums, it opens up the window or door to dump all that bad bacteria into your bloodstream. And what they were finding out back then, starting to find out, was that if your gums bleed and, and this uh, bacteria, which is associated with bleeding gums, gets into your blood, you know, it travels everywhere and causes chronic inflammation. And that chronic inflammation, they, um, say, what they would say or contribute it to is, is that you're three times more likely to have a heart attack or stroke. Wow. Um, if you have bleeding gums and that's that, you know, that was a big wake up call, I think for a lot of us. And that's kind of where the ball started rolling. I would say about 25 years ago. And I feel like I was lucky enough to work for a company that was doing research on that and learning all this. And it was fascinating.
0: It's so fascinating. I mean, so, um, you know, most of the audience, I think at this point knows that like, I'm a muscle testing doctor. So it's Dr. Abby and we've, we've learned the importance of the mouth from like a pretty early phase in our schooling of just like how each tooth actually has like a link to different organs Mm -hmm. and just how important, um, your jaw, just like everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just glad that it's being talked about more. And I mean, we test C-reactive protein on patients all the time and, you know, I have told a ton of patients where they're like, I, this is so high. And it's like, well, when's the last time you had your mouth checked out? Right. So before we go too much deeper, I want you to explain a little bit about how holistic dentistry is different than traditional.
2: So I get that question a lot. Um, you know, with holistic dentistry, I feel like the big difference is, is that we don't just look at your mouth we connect the mouth to your body and say, okay, what else is going on? Where I'd say a traditional dental office is, you know, I I feel like the time isn't taken to really um, explain why something is bad. You know, it's just, Hey, you got to go home and brush and floss and, and uh, no one shows you how they just think that, you know, how, and, you know, they might mention something here and there, but you know, for you, you just think I don't have cavities. And, and so I, I get that from friends. Oh, I that the dental office? I didn't have any cavities. And I'm like, well, did you have bleeding gums and, and the gum, you know, connecting the body, the bacteria or the mouth to the body and using more of a, um, I would say a minimally invasive approach, meaning that when we, uh, when, when a holistic dentistry sees a cavity starting is when we want to, uh, do treatment right away like preventative treatment because when a cavity is just starting we can sometimes uh calcify those areas and remineralize them which i'd say 20 years ago we didn't have products that could do that or we didn't understand it enough where i would say in a regular traditional dental office they would probably fill it yeah they would do a filling and how do you know if you know you know, could it been recalcified? And, and some of the things that we use to do that is, um, is ozone therapy. Mm-hmm. That's one way. Um, I just got a unit in the office um, which will use ozone therapy. And I can get into that a little bit later if you want to talk about more specifics. And then also certain toothpaste and rinses. You know, another biggie um, is another thing is like, um, you know, how I look into pH, Mm -hmm. You probably wouldn't go to a traditional dental office and they would actually take the pH of your saliva,
0: Mm. you know,
2: going a little bit beyond and also really being big on prevention too.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, You know, biological dentistry, a lot of people say, what's the difference between biological and holistic, you know, Mm. biological, I would say, you know, when they're, when we're treating with certain materials, we want to make sure they're biocompatible to your body. And I would say there's more testing done, you know, when it comes to restorative in a biological office to make sure that your body's happy with that type of material.
0: Oh, cool. I actually didn't know that. I thought holistic and biologic were the same.
2: A little bit different. I'd say holistic goes more into like, um, you know, uh, I would say goes into like acupuncture, you know, not that biological wouldn't use
0: that, but it's a little more
2: um on the healing side naturally i would say maybe yeah um more holistic yeah
0: yeah i absolutely love ozone i got certified as an ozone practitioner many years ago i obviously don't use it in the mouth but um we would use it vaginally rectally yeah. um through the sinuses through the ears i've never seen ear infections disappear so fast Uh, We did a lot of blood back in the day where you would ozonate the blood and drip it back into the patient. And I find it to be just like an amazing, I always tell people like that, um, that movie, my big fat Greek wedding where the dad was like Windex on everything. I used to be like ozone for everything, but I do love that a lot of um, dentists and hygienists use Ozone in the mouth. And I really recommended that a lot for um root canals. Not necessarily, I mean, I don't I'll, I can have you dive into it a little bit yeah, more, but I can dive into that. A yeah. lot of people who would just be like, Oh, I mean, I get this almost daily. My dentist wants to do a root canal. What do you think? Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. Go see somebody else. Um, I just think there's so many other approaches, but you know, one of the things I just feel like when you were saying before with like infections and then some people have cavitations or like hidden infections and ozone can be wonderful for all that stuff. So, I mean, pick whatever you want. You can either go into root canals or the other thing,
2: you know, and it's just another tool in our toolbox, you know, right. That we can use. And, And with ozone in dentistry, we use it, you know, a lot of times for when we find um, small lesions starting for cavities,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
2: and also for, um, gingivitis, the bleeding gums, Mm -hmm. um, we can use it as a gas. And then there's also trays we can put in your mouth that you come in every two months for a treatment where we run the water through the gum tissue and flush it, flush out the gums. Um, and I'm, I'm learning more because I just got the machine, Nicole, about, oh gosh, four months ago. So Mm -hmm. I'm still somewhat in the learning stage, but it's been going really well. Um, really powerful. and Yep. It is. So that's one of the areas we use it.
0: And I would just say for people who are like, what are you talking about? Like, we usually like to use ozone when it comes to killing infections and right. Like, so if Mm -hmm. there's, um, you know, too much of certain bacteria or, Um, you know, like I spoke to using it through the ears, if there's an ear infection, people who came in with sore throats or sinus issues or have been breathing mold. And we would use it, um, Mm -hmm. nasally to just kind of get rid of those biofilms and kill any infections in there. So I would say too,
2: would you say too, like in dentistry, one of the biggest things is it attacks the bad guys and saves the good guys, Yeah, you know, because Your mouth has to have a balance of good bacteria and bad bacteria,
0: right? Just like everything else, which is, and there's so much talk these days being given to like the gut microbiome, um, Mm -hmm. and your Mm -hmm. mouth has a whole microbiome, right? Yeah.
2: That's where everything starts. Yeah.
0: You know, a lot of times
2: with, if you can't figure out what's going on in the gut, you know, sometimes I say, look at the mouth, Mm -hmm. you know, and if the gums are bleeding, um, you know, you can eliminate a lot of that toxic bacteria, um, you know, where it all starts.
0: Yeah, know? absolutely. Okay. Let's chat a little bit about root canals. Mm-hmm. Why would someone maybe not want to get one? You know, it's an interesting topic. It's a very
2: popular topic. I would say in holistic dentistry
0: mm-hmm.
2: In my view on root canals, you know, why would you need a root canal? Well, if, if you have a cavity and it is near the, um, the, ner- near the nerve of the tooth, the tooth um, starts to die internally. And so what ends up happening is eventually it, you're in pain. And so because the nerve is infected, and so basically what has to happen with a root canal is you go in, you have to take the nerve out, sterilize the area where the nerve was, And then what they do is they will pack it with something like gutta percha, um, in there, you know, and I know one of the big thing, concerns is, is, you know, you have a dead tooth in your body. Would you have a dead limb, you know, um, that would be, you know, uh, ripe for getting like gangrene or something. Right. So a lot of times with root canals, what, what I will see if they're not done, um, by an endodontist, I would say, who is a specialist of the nerve, um, you'll see a lot of reinfection. And the patient, the danger comes from that is once they do the root canal, you know, everything's good. You, you, you go on your way and, you, and you're fine, but you can get an infection um, if, the, if all the bacteria wasn't uh, deleted in the, the canal and you don't even know it's there. I can't tell you how many digital films I have taken of patients that I go, you have an infection. Did you, does that hurt? Did you know it was there? Nope. And you could go years if if nobody checked it. The danger of that is that infection can grow. And by the time that it's so big is when you start to feel pain because Mm a tooth is dead. Um, A lot of times with the ozone, they'll rinse the canal, the nerve where the nerve was that canal with ozone to eliminate any of the bad bacteria um, sticking to that canal. And that's what happens if you don't get all the bad bacteria, it can reinfect. And, and like you said, you know, you have a cavitation, basically, you can get a cavitation from that and um, removal extraction of teeth. So you had an infected like wisdom tooth and you, you extract it, and the infection wasn't totally taken care of, you know, you're going to have a cavitation there where you're, you're going to have soft, mushy bone because you have a chronic infection. And and I hate that because not all infections hurt until they're really big. Um, I had a, a patient in last week that told me his dad died from a tooth infection. Wow! Um, about five years ago, because um, you can go sepsis. From oh it. my gosh, yeah. that's so scary. You know? Yeah, and so root canals. You know, I I always say, you know, I, I would want everyone to get education on it you know, talk to your dentist about it. I definitely am all for endodontists. If, you, if you're going to go that route, have an endodontist do the root canal because they're a specialist of the nerve. A lot of times today, though, I, I will kind of steer people to an implant, you know, maybe pulling, extracting that tooth and putting a implant in. Implants have been real big in the last 10 years, um, and they are now using biocompatible material, Um, if you don't know what an implant is, it's, it's something that, um, they put into the bone to anchor, um, like a fake tooth and believe it or not, there's no really pain with it. Um, so they extract the tooth and they get it ready for an implant. And that's where we're steering a lot of patients these days, because I've seen those, those implants rarely. I mean, once in a while they'll, they'll get infected, but if patients are keeping them clean, Usually you can have those almost a lifetime, um, without having to worry about these nasty infections, which is great.
0: That's great. And I was going to say like, what would be an alternative? And I think some people they'll just have the tooth pulled, right. Even if they Mm -hmm. can't afford Mm -hmm. an implant right away or something like that.
2: Yep. Yep. And that's fine. You know, and that's where they, again, they would use the ozone, um, water and things like that when they're pulling the tooth. To really, um,
0: it advance the healing of that extraction site and yeah. get rid of the bad bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, I think is great. Yeah. And again, if you decide that root canal is for you, okay. I just think it's, let's just like get educated on, yeah, yeah, on maybe some of the downfalls of that, because I do feel like there's something strange about leaving dead tissue in a body. Like that just doesn't seem like anything we do in any yeah. other medicine. Right. Yep, and my advice would be to make
2: sure that you're once a year getting a um, digital film of that the roots of that tooth to make sure it's not re- reinfected.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, makes um, sense. Yeah, and tell me a little bit about, I guess, you know, if someone were to be like, okay, you know, I don't really have too many dental issues, um, why? and it's kind of like what we were talking about before, if it's not painful, a lot of people tend to think it's not a problem. Whereas so many issues in the mouth aren't necessarily painful, but there is a problem. Um, Mm -hmm. So what are some of the, and I'm not like, you know, my dad was a traditional dentist, not like down with traditional dentists or anything, but what are some of the maybe downfalls or areas where, um, the education has come out and, some of the traditional dentists are maybe still doing the same thing or haven't changed. Like what are some of the downfalls that you see when maybe people transition to working with you or yeah. The mercury fillings are a big one these days.
2: You know, I would say even a lot of traditional dental offices are getting rid of the mercury um, fillings and going more to composite based fillings. And when you do that, you know, you also have to find out what's in the material too. So, you know, I I get a lot of patients say, I want all my mercury, all my amalgam fillings out. And then, you know, you got to talk to them about, well, let's talk about the material we're going to use to replace it with. Right. Um, And that's a procedure, you know, I always tell patients too, that's a procedure. You don't want to go in and say, I want them all out in one day. You know, it's a lot, it's very hard on your immune system, um, where usually we'd go by quadrants at a time, um my aunt actually was one of the first patients to get some implants from a doctor in Boulder. Um, I forget his name now. And he Hmm. has since passed away. Dr. Corral, I think. And they didn't know much about removing mercury. They knew mercury was bad. So at that time they were trying to get it out as fast as possible. Well, what they found is your immune system reacts to that type
1: Mm-hmm. of in-
2: insult to your mouth. And she almost went blind from it. Um, because she it. has a lot of autoimmune. Yeah. So you have to be very careful if you have a lot of mercury or amalgam in there, um, to do it, you know, space them out so that your body can, and usually we put you on a pre protocol to, um, pump up your immune system and then a post protocol after the mercury is removed. Um, so I'd say mercury, you know, mercuries are a big, game changer. And, and I think even traditional offices now are even are admitting that, Hey, we probably shouldn't be using these anymore, which is scary. Yeah. Um, So, you know, that's what we're, that's a big change today. I'd say the other big change is um, big difference. I think in traditional versus holistic is, I think we go beyond, like I was saying to you, Nicole, we go beyond that. Hey, you need to go home and brush and floss. Well, tell me why. You know, why? What, what be, and then the whole reason, cause it doesn't hurt, right. doesn't hurt. So it's like high blood pressure, you know, it doesn't hurt. You don't know you have it and you will know once it's big enough, but as you know, I'm really big into bleeding gums, you know, the gingivitis, you know, when someone's gums bleed, I say it's our fault because 20 years ago, we'd say, oh, it's just a little bit of bleeding. You're okay. No mm-hmm. big deal. And I always say, if you're bleeding out of your ear, would you be concerned? You yeah. know, every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think some people just you know a lot of times I'll hear my gums always bleed. That's just the way they are and And it's reteaching or educating our patients that no, that's not okay. you know it's part of our fault for telling you that it was twenty years ago, a little bit, but at this point, you know, I strive for zero bleeding because another study just came out last year. it was a big one that was unpredicted that they did autopsies on Alzheimer's patients and they found that, that peach and jivalis, that bacteria Mm -hmm. was in abundance in their brains. Wow. So not only does that bacteria get into your bloodstream, it actually crosses the blood brain barrier. They don't, we don't know what part it plays in it. Does it start it? Does it, um, excel it? You know, they don't know that yet. All they know is they found it in abundance in their brains.
0: Wow. Uh That's really fascinating
2: yeah and so you know my my end goal um with patients is no bleeding gums. you know if if I can get your gut you, you to a and everybody's protocol at home is is different. you know, I'm big into water picks, I see a lot healthier tissue with them. some people like to floss I don't care i'm like I don't care how you clean in between your teeth, you just need to do it every night um, yeah because plaque develops every twenty four hours, so wow. you want to disrupt it, and I might be getting
0: off topic, but no, that's great. It's all yeah, good. And, you
2: know, and I would say that's the biggest one, um, is, is people think cavities in dentistry. What's really causing the overall health problems is the bleeding gums yeah. and, and infections from root canals. Wow. You know, that yeah. we're not catching. Um, and I, you know, it, it just depends on to who your provider is too, and how into believing how much the mouth plays a role on the whole body.
0: Absolutely, Because you just don't get that
2: everywhere. Right. Corporate dentistry has really taken over, Nicole. I, I'll just touch on this. Um, corporate dentistry has is like on steroids. I mean, yeah. they, are, they predict that 80% of dental offices will be corporate by the end of 2026. Wow. So that means only 20% will be private. So they're, they're buying out practices left and right, and they're calling them different names. You know, in the past, you'd see Perfect Teeth, you would see um, Comfort Dental. And and I always tell this story because I was a, a dental um, consultant sales rep before I started my own practice, and I was at a dental office that was a corporate, and I was, do, perform, I was uh, speaking on a subject, and... When I walked in there on the, um, bulletin board, it said, we need 50 crowns this month.
0: Oh my God. And I
2: thought that would be like walking in the hospital and seeing a board saying we need 50 appendectomies this month. Wow. So you gotta be careful. Not all corporate is bad, but you gotta remember that the main goal usually is, is, is production financial production. And so if, if that dentist or hygienist, um, you know, at the end of the day, what's going to motivate them to tell you what treatment to do,
0: mm-hmm. you
2: know, if their case manager is on their case about their production,
0: you know, absolutely.
2: so that's a big one that I tell, you know, you can ask the office, um, are you corporate? And a lot of times they don't want to tell you right away, but if they're him and high you probably know they are right. Um, and I'm not saying they're all bad, but a lot of them, uh, practice that way.
0: And yeah. that's that's like what we're always coming up against with like holistic medicine in our field too is just that idea that you know a lot of times preventative isn't making like you know you're not recommending all these things that are bringing in like why would a mm-hmm. hospital want to tell you to do a more preventative thing when they could do this that's going to have a much yeah. higher profit for them right Yep
2: yep it becomes more about the profit than the patient care, you know, and getting to know those patients on a one on one basis, overall health, not just looking at their mouth. Yeah, yeah, wow, mm-hmm. that's really yeah. interesting. And they're more apt to tell you, you need a crown, they're more apt to say you need a rug canal, yeah. you know, go down those lines because of the, the cost of the
0: procedures. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, I had never even heard before that if a cavity was starting, that there was something you could do to reverse it. I didn't even know that was a thing. So that's, super- yeah.
2: Yeah. We, we really, you know, and there's ozone is one way, um, mouth rinses are another and certain toothpaste. So hydroxyapatite, that's one thing I should bring up Yeah, is hydroxyapatite is a, um, a mineral and it. It's in our enamel by like 80%. It makes up of our enamel and I think it's Japan that uses hydroxyapatite because it's natural um, instead of fluoride. And so all of a sudden I I started seeing this year because the data came out on hydroxyapatite that it's just as good as fluoride, but it's natural. And I always argue fluoride really doesn't show a lot either, um, a lot of gain when it comes to cavities, but it does help. So this hydroxyapatite, you'll start to see this in toothpaste. And I like it because it remineralizes those areas of decay that are starting. And oftentimes I'll tell patients, you know, put it on a piece of floss and, you know, floss those areas before you go to bed, because you can get that, that calcium and that phosphate in there to remineralize mm. it. But people should be looking for that in their toothpaste is a hydroxy appetite.
0: Yeah. You know? Cool. Yeah. We definitely tell people not to do fluoride
2: yeah, no. I'd say look for hydroxy okay. appetite and you're you're good if you see that in there. Um and I think wellness is one of them in Boca. Or though those two brands are really big into it. You're gonna see a lot more. I always call it it's a new sexy ingredient toothpaste
0: <laughs> today. So everybody's
2: talking Just about coming it. Coming
0: out, it's a big mm-hmm. thing. Well, and the other thing I noticed or that I found interesting when I went and saw you for the first time was um, you know, as I said, dad was a dentist. I went and had my teeth cleaned every six months, probably my entire life. And there would always be like the jokes of like, oh, we should call the red cross, you know, like your gums are bleeding, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But when I saw you, you had suggested doing one of those like really deep cleans. Cause I tend to just make a lot of tartar. And I remember when you, you had also said that you tend to see people either have, like, if they have really good teeth, they tend to have not great gums. And if they have great gums, they tend to have not good teeth. And that's, that's pretty universal. You see, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You and matter are are, uh, a prime
2: example of that. Yeah. Um, where cavities are, you don't have the cavity bug, you know, you Mm -mm. what's what for you guys, you know, if you, it's more of the inflammation of the gums. Yeah. You know, and if tartar is underneath the gums, because you got to remember plaque is what we're brushing off that soft, sticky plaque. That's what we're trying to get off one to two times a day. If you miss an area or somebody has dry mouth from whether it's from breathing through your mouth or medication, you're going to develop more plaque, which means that plaque within two to three days hardens into that tartar. So once it turns hard, you can't get it off. Um, It sits by your gums and then it starts to go underneath the gums. And you got to remember the first line of infection is gingivitis, which means infection in the gums. And that's totally reversible.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, If you don't do anything, when you have an infection in your gums, it will go eventually start to deteriorate and, and affect the bone where your body, your immune system's going into overdrive because it can't get rid of the bacteria because it's on, you know, it's that hard tartar sitting on your gums. You can't brush it off and your gums are bleeding and the infection, it doesn't hurt, but it bleeds. Well, once it gets into the, you know, once your body goes into overdrive to say, well, we need to do something here because you can't sit here with an infection in your gums. So your body's trying to protect itself. So what your body does is it starts to attack the bone to get rid of the tooth because it views the tooth as the problem. And that's when people start to get periodontal disease is, is the infection in the bone. Gingivitis is infection in the gums. Got it. Now the periodontitis in the bone, that's not reversible. Once you lose bone, you lose it. Right. You know, you're not going to get it back. Um, and all that doesn't hurt until it's big, you know, and Sometimes it may never hurt. It just might bleed. And if the bleeding continues every
0: day, eventually you'll probably
2: lose that tooth,
0: you know? Right, right. Yeah. And I had never heard of the deep clean. And I do think, do traditional dentists do those? Yeah, they do. do. We call it skin. I hate the word deep clean. I'm trying to get out of that. Okay. I try to, you know,
2: I, I do verbiage in dental offices and I would say, I like to call it bacterial reduction therapy. Oh okay. um, you know, deep cleaning, and and it's a bad, bad habit of our profession to say that. And I always say, God, who wants to come in for a deep cleaning? Like <laughs> I don't care what you're cleaning, I don't want to come in for that. But um I didn't think it really
0: it, hurt at all. I mean, you're really no, you're gentle. Yeah, but... You should
2: be comfortable. You should be
0: comfortable. It shouldn't hurt. Yeah. Um, and your gums will heal after
2: that, you know. But 50% of, of healing that infection is what you do at home. And 50% is what we do. Right. So if you don't do it together, I've seen people that go through it and they're back where they started two years ago, you know, two years down the road. So it's a constant battle, but, but I do, I do see that where you either have a lot cavities or you have the bleeding gums. It's
0: so interesting. And it's so true. I mean, I think in any holistic field, it's you know, you, you, ha- the patient has to be responsible for their, yeah their side of yeah. the street. And yeah. it's nice that you say 50%. I usually say like the 80 to 85% on you. I just see you, yeah. you yeah. Know, once a month or yeah. however often. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to do and your I, part.
2: Based on how much tartar someone develops, you know, it, it's not, you know, where did this every six months come from where people are used to going in every six months, twice a year? Well, I might see someone once every two months because they develop so much tartar and that's what they need to come in. You know, where another person I might say, I'll see you once a year. Right. You know, it's so individual you're you're doing great, you know? Um, But yeah, it's, 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 it's getting using those devices, like a water pick floss, I'm really big into electric toothbrushes, the sonic here. I just see better health with them. Um, We're all tired at the end of the day. And, you know, a manual toothbrush is fine too, you know, as long as you spend the time doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But, you know, dry mouth, that's another big one today. Um, If someone suffers from dry mouth, whether from mouth breathing, uh, medication, um, they have autoimmune. What happens is, is, is when you're a mouth breather you, you, or don't have the quality saliva, you end up having an acidic mouth, which leads to disease in the mouth because the bacteria in your mouth loves acidity and it triples when you're mm-hmm. acidic and, and acidity comes from dryness. A lot of people don't realize they suffer from this because they're used to having such a dry mouth. Wow. You know, That's and if so somebody, you know, what we're seeing too, with this pandemic um, it's called mask mouth in these kids. Mm. And the, and the reason why we call it mask mouth is, is these kids, you know, are forced to wear these masks all day. And if I challenge any one of you to wear a mask all day, and I bet you're breathing through your mouth. Wow. And so I've gotten, I can't tell you how many families that come in and they're so frustrated because their 10 year old never had cavities and now they have all these cavities. Wow. And I'll ask them, when did it start? You know, and about a year ago, you know, it's usually about a year after, you know, is when you see. It. And a lot of times when I test their, their saliva, they're acidic. And wow. so we have to put them on an alkaline rinse. Yep. To get the bacteria to come down.
0: Really yep. makes sense. I mean, the masks have affected people so negatively for so many reasons. I didn't even think about mouth hygiene though. Oh, it's
2: bad, you know, with these kids and it's, it goes hand in hand in the homeschooling kids that I see, um, I'm not seeing it. You know, you see the kid wearing the mask all day when they had to, I hope they never have to again. Um, you see all the decay cavities. Yeah.
0: That's so tough. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, that's sad. Okay. But it's about educating everybody and, you know, and
0: yeah. Um, so if someone is interested in finding a good biologic or holistic dentist, do you have any like tips on how, like how to search?
2: So I would go to, there's a holistic dental association. Um, there's also the international biological dentistry association, and I'm just getting certified as a biological hygienist. Mm-hmm. So the, um, just started doing that, um, making that possible. Um, but you can go on there and search your area, put in your state search, you know, I, I, Colorado just passed a law starting in January, where dental hygienists will be able to do fillings and extractions, yeah, and different smaller, not crowns, not big things, but we'll be able to practice. In Minnesota, they've had this for about ten years, where hygienists can are more like mid-level practitioners, and have been doing fillings and extractions and treating kids, and and finally they passed it here, and it goes into effect in January. So what's unique about Colorado is dental hygienists can have their own practice. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's very unique in Minnesota. They're starting to entertain that, but they're still keeping tight reins on hygienists, but this is going to change the game. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, So we'll see what that looks like. The training looks like and how much it costs (laughs) (laughs) because it'll probably be part time for a year, 50 grand. I bet. Wow. You know, and then, and then you have to be shadowed by a dentist for about 200 hours, which I believe should be, um, you should have somebody watching you and kind of guiding you. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be the biggest change come to 2023. And I would say hygienists probably won't get trained and certified until the following year because they have to put those schools together. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and you were asking me, did I answer your question, Nicole? I totally yeah,
0: you did. And then are you okay. And then you can tell people a little bit about how to find you. Do you do any education online or anything? You know, um, I have been so busy since I moved into my new
2: location. (laughs) I'm embarrassed to say I finally hired an office manager and a business coach because I have been so busy doing everything, like you've seen me, Nicole, that she's like, you can't grow. you can't do what you want to do. Like I want to educate the patients. I want to yeah. treat the patients. I don't want to deal with the money part. So I just um, now um, I have a website, um, holistic Smiles Co for Colorado.com and um, I, I promise to finish my website by the end of the year. Yay. <laughs> but I've been so, you know, I, I want to say this. I'm grateful though. Cause I've been so busy that I haven't been able to do it yet. It's you know great. Yeah. And if, so that's good, I guess. Right. But right. And I, I, I want to get, I want to get a good website so I can talk about all this.
0: Yeah. And I live in Northern Colorado. So it works for me to go see joy. She's in, um, yeah. Fort Collins there. I know yeah. a lot of you guys are all over the place, so they yeah, can I always think- reach out and I can
2: guide them to Nicole.
0: Yeah, if, so if they're we'll, not close
2: to me, I'd be happy to help out and finding someone for you in your location.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Or,
2: or go on the Holistic Dental Association or on a biological dental website, put in your um information and you'll see who's around you. Exactly. But yeah, hygienists right now, so we're more into like the gum health. So we can't do restorative, um, but we can do a lot of the preventative, which I think is key. We, and one of the things I think that differently that I go over as a product, you know, for people to use at home, not everyone is alike, your needs are all different to make sure your home care, the products you're using, how many times you're doing it a day, I think is important for someone to, I say, I'm more of a coach, like a oral health yeah. care coach than, you know, um, a dental hygienist, but, you know, and I say, let us coach you and guide you through your treatment you know, yeah,
0: it's totally yeah. a partnership and it's, yeah, yeah it's all, we'll
2: be getting awesome. a biological dentist, um, s- shortly, uh, I, some hygienist I might be adding. So we're coming together as a group. And then we're looking at partnering with, uh, pediatric and an adult. Um, but it's evolving right now because you know how big my place is. And we that's also want to start doing another um, time. Nicole, we'll talk about myofunctional therapy, Ooh, okay, which is big. So we'll have a myofunctional therapist. I'm going to get certified in it, but it's ways to help patients that have sleep apnea, maybe getting them off the machine by doing tongue exercises, by doing uh, lip exercises. And for kiddos too, that's a big topic for kids these days, their palate to make sure that they, they have that palate that it's, it's nice and wide and big, and it's not small. And you know, why is my kid not sleeping through the night? You know, it, it, a lot of it can do deal with airway and expanding the palate to allow for more airway. So myofunctional therapists work with kids and adults on, on things like that. Yep.
0: That's awesome.
2: Another, yeah. that's another podcast, Nicole.
0: That is for sure. Absolutely. Well, Joy, thank you so much for being on today. I'm sure this is a topic that, I mean, we just don't, we haven't covered and I don't think a lot of people do. So I think it'll be great and super educational for people. So thank you so much for being on today. Thank
2: you for inviting me. I love doing this. I'm doing more of them. So I'm getting used to them, but I love educating. It's all about educating when people understand what they need to do, they'll do it, but you need, need to tell them and show them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, take care, Mama.
1: Well, thank you. The statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the FDA. Information provided here and products recommended or sold on coffeewiththedocs.com and or our podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The information provided by the site and or by this podcast, is not a substitute for a face-to-face consultation with your physician and should not be construed as medical advice of any sort. By using any of this information or reading it, you are accepting responsibility for your own health and health decisions and expressly release Dr. Nicole Huffman and Dr. Abby Kramer and its partners and guests from any and all liability whatsoever, including that arising from negligence.